You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. I'm so grateful to be back. I haven't been podcasting for a while. I have been busy. I had a bunch of kids. Uh, Colton, we thought we were moving, thought we were a job. It's all crazy, whatever. You guys don't really care, but I'm just happy to be back. I hope you guys are excited. Um, we're going to get super freaking mindful. I do have one favor to ask you. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode or like something hits you, you feel like it helps you, would you just share it with a friend that you think it would help with or like throw it up on your social media, whatever, something like that. I would be so grateful because I don't pay for ads. (laughs) So like you guys are my ads. And so whenever you share, it just helps me out so much. We are going to dive right into today's topic. I'm excited to talk to you guys about focus and attention. I'm sure that some of you guys saw today's episode and was like, oh, I I don't want to, I don't want to do it because this is the unsexy, un, like not super fun part of development and coaching and mindfulness that gets left out a lot, honestly, because people don't really want to talk about it because it's hard and it's not always the funnest, right? But we're going to because we don't avoid discomfort here at Getting Mindful. And so we're going to talk about it. We're totally going to talk about it. And you guys are going to get a whole splew out of my brain today. Okay, first thing we got to talk about, your brain is a system, okay? We all have this brain, and it all is pretty much the same system. It's hilarious. We all think we have, like, these unique, important problems, but the reality is is most of us have the exact same problems. They just manifest a little bit differently in each of us, but the brain is the system, and it's similar, and when the system gets out of order, it turns to chaos, and that's going to be what causes our suffering. So the work is to keep the brain in order. Something that your brain will do, and this is it actually working quite well, is it will tell you to avoid discomfort at any cost. Now, this is going to look different for different people, right? Because like for me, like the worst case scenario is being bored. I hate boredom. To me, like discomfort is like stagnant energy, sitting around doing nothing makes me want to like, right? For another person, they kind of like that. And so for me, my brain, like to keep me from boredom is like, hey, let's go scuba diving. Let's go do this. Let's go do this, right? That's my brain's mechanism to keep me out of boredom is to like always trying to get me to go do something. And so I have to be aware sometimes that like my brain, when I need to do a task that I think is boring, like laundry, it's going to try to give me a million other things to go do. Now, another person, it might not show up the same because to them, boredom isn't that bad, right? Like the most uncomfortable thing in the world would be like being in front of people. And so then they have this opportunity to be in front of people. Their brain's going to be like, you're sick or give them all the reasons why they shouldn't do it. So your brain is always, it's like a master justifier, I swear. Mine is at least. And while I'm unconscious is like, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. And is trying to keep me out of discomfort, which is actually nice. It's a good idea, right? Like it's trying to keep me from being uncomfortable. It wants me to be comfortable and it wants me to be in the sameness. It wants me to be around things that are familiar because that brings comfort. So our work is going to be to be aware of that, right? Is the first thing is just have consciousness over it. Like my brain's going to always be trying to get out of discomfort. 
one way that this does manifest that I feel like I just have to share is through judgment. Your brain will feel some, it's really subtle, but there'll be something that comes up. Somebody will do something and it will bring out an insecurity in you or something that you believe in you. And then almost immediately we turn to judge others because it is way more comfortable than looking at our own insecurities. That's why we judge. So again, like I'm just trying to show you guys some, some evidence of like, this is what your brain does is it just sits there and it tries to get out of discomfort. So the work is then is to be aware of that and use it when it's useful and not when it's not right. Like get ditch it when it's not. When it's not useful is when you have a goal you're trying to get to and your brain's keeping you from it because it's offering you all the ways to get out of the discomfort that is necessary in order to create the result you want. So if there's something that you're wanting to create, discomfort is kind of the currency for that dream. I teach it as freedom from versus freedom to. If you want the freedom to you know, have a million dollars, you're going to have to be okay doing the work to get yourself there. And that might require you getting up in front of people. You can choose the freedom from getting up in front of people, but then you'll lose the freedom to have the million dollars or whatever, if that makes sense. So your brain's always looking to avoid discomfort. Problem with that is that discomfort and sacrifice is necessary for where we want to go. So we have to just gain some some consciousness over that. The other thing our brain does is like it, like again, because it hates the discomfort, right? So it loves to make plans. We're excellent planners, right? We're like, dip, 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 plan, 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 plan. But then your brain's like, mm, I don't really want to do the plan because why? It requires discomfort. So in yoga, and I've talked about this so many times on here, I know, but in yoga, the word is called tapas and it means to find comfort in the discomfort. And that's what I want to talk to you guys a little bit about today is focus and attention. It requires you to be a little bit uncomfortable. Reaching the goals you want is going to require discomfort. So my question then is like, well, how can we make this discomfort more comfortable? How can it not suck so bad? What can I do to make it better? (laughs) That's what I want to figure out, right? So. This is the thing. I believe that focus and attention is huge because here's the thing. This is what we do. We're like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. And then we go to start doing it and there's discomfort and we get unconscious and we quit. And then we're like, why did we quit? I'm such a failure. Whereas if we could have held our focus on the desired result that we want, then we wouldn't have lost that consciousness and lost that focus. So the work is, is like, so we decide our desired outcome and then we shift our energy and attention to focus on that desired outcome and hold the focus as much as we can. Even obsess on the focus. I don't say that lightly. I believe that worthy goals are worth obsessing over. A lot of people talk about like balance, balance, balance. And I'm like, I think... I think it requires some obsession to be able to reach certain goals that we want. So in the scriptures, I I like to, I like to like take, you guys know this, right? Like I like to like take all this personal development stuff, this like metaphysical new age spirituality crap, all the philosophies 
of men. <laughs> I love to take them and then I love to figure out like, well, okay, so what does the Bible say about this? What does scripture say about this? What does Christianity say about this? Just because I, I mean, I am a Christian. And so I view philosophy through the lens of Christianity. And so I always like to look at it and be like, well, what does Christianity say about this? And just kind of compare and see, because I find it interesting that we're all, most of the time, the answer is, is that we're all kind of saying the same thing and that truth is revealed to God's children. That's something I really believe. So I started thinking about focus. Okay. So in mindfulness and like meditation and like Hinduism and stuff like that, like they talk a lot about focusing your attention and then meditation is like a focused practice, right? And so I'm like, what does the scripture say about that? Well, there is actual scriptures like Joshua 1 8 that says like meditate, right? Meditate on the word, meditate on the on the the scriptures. But there's a lot of other ones as well that came to my mind and that I found. One of them is like when Jesus is suffering in Gethsemane and his disciples keep falling asleep and he's like stay awake stay awake you guys wake up why can't you stay awake for just this long I think it's very natural the natural man is not focused I mean it's not it's not very good at it's a skill though that as humans we have the ability to develop and I think Jesus was asking his disciples like focus on me don't lose focus stay awake. Don't lose consciousness, right? I think that was like the whole idea there. Another time is that in the scriptures, it says to feast on the word. And when I think of feasting, I think of that like obsessed focus, right? Like, like eat it up. Don't stop. I single to the glory of God, right? That's another one. Another one says like, let your eyes lay straight ahead. Set your minds and your hearts on treasures of heaven, not the world, right? So over and over again, I feel like there's these like little phrases in the scriptures that are inviting us to our eternal goal, which is like to live with God again, right? And so it's like, focus your energy and I single to the glory of God and I single to God, all your energy on God. And then what does it say in the commandments? It's like, have no other gods before me. I'm a quote unquote jealous God. Do you think God's like actually jealous? No. In my opinion, what it's saying is like, your job is to keep 100% focus on me and just do what I say, follow me, do what I say, and you are going to have the results that you want. That is all you need to do. And so when it comes to our own goals, I think why not look at the scriptures and what they say with that eternal goal, that the biggest goal that I personally have, and maneuver it into these other little goals along the way, right? These micro goals, like Things like my relationship with my husband or like whatever your 2023 goals are, right? Like I have goals to travel and stuff like that. Can I keep my focus held on the goal or like the result that I want? That is the work. So this is amazing and great that we have this information. But then the problem is, is we live in the freaking age of distraction and dopamine, right? Like dopamine hits and instant gratification and distractions, which is why I think so often in the church, like they're always teaching like the the times are coming that are going to be very hard to stay focused on God. It's going to be very hard. And I think we're seeing that right now with the social media. I love, I heard this quote. It was like, 
if you aren't paying for the product, you are the product. <laughs> like they know how to distract you. They know how these, these creators know how your brain works and they're going to do what they need to, to get your attention. The work of marketing, like what I do when I market is I try to get your attention with your emotions. That's what I'm doing. And that's what people are doing to you all day long, which is fine unless you have a goal that you need your attention focused on and not all of the noise and the videos and the dances and all of the marketing and the sales, right? It's fine until it clashes with your goal, which I think we're seeing so much. We're seeing people not hitting the results that they want because their goals, they're being distracted with dopamine and, and with quick hits and, and then they aren't able to complete the goal. And then they feel terrible about themselves. They shame, they hide, and then they go get back on it because it feels better than being in shame and they hate discomfort. So that was a lot, but we gotta, we gotta be aware of it, right? We gotta bring it to our attention. So we got to learn how to not be distracted. I'm not going to say that like there's going to be some magical moment when you're no longer distracted, but how can we minimize distraction in our life? How can we minimize this need and this constant like incessant need for quick hits of dopamine? I read an amazing article the other day where the author was talking about, and I, I completely agree, the author was talking about how the problem, the reason why so many of us are unhappy is because we're too happy. We get all of this dopamine whenever we want it, right? Like on our phones, sugar is just like instant sugar, phones, screens, like so much pleasure. Like we are just bombarded with so much pleasure, which is a gift, right? It's abundant, but it's in excess. It's totally in excess. And now it's taking from us, which is what we see is most things in excess ends up taking from us, which is why I'm all about minimalism. So how do we minimize that? And I have some ideas. They're pretty practical. They're not really like thought worky. They're like more practical. And the first one is, is I have a belief that it would serve us all really well if we used the first half of the day for creation instead of consumption. Get off your phone. That's what I'm trying to say. Like no social media for the first, you know, four hours. Like use that to create your dream day. Use that to create the energy that you want to bring in today. Use that to actually create something. Like go and build something, right? Like record your videos, whatever it is you're into. Use that time for creation. Now, I'm not somebody who's like, don't go consume. Don't use social media, blah, blah, blah. I don't actually think you need to do it like that. But I think like the afternoon is a good time for that. And then the evening's a good time for reflection and winding down. So it's like create, consume, learn. Like learning is so important, right? Create, create, build, consume, learn, and take in only things that are serving you. And then reflect and journal and wind down and relax. I think that that's like a really beautiful rhythm that can really serve us. The other thing is, is like just actually minimizing distractions, like turn on the focus mode on your phone, turn off notifications. Like this is like little things that make a huge difference. If you're like me, you guys like, I don't know what it is about my personality type. I don't know if it's personality or just human beings, but like for me, I crave like that, that hit of dopamine. It feels really, I mean, we all do. It feels so good, right? It, it's a good thing. Like dopamine's not bad. It, I mean, it's what motivates us. It's like the 
the motivating uh, hormone or whatever it's called, chemical for us. But for me, like I, I like want it so bad and I look for like bigger and more of it all the time. I've read that that's common for people if they have like ADHD. I don't know if I do. I kind of sounds like it, <laughs> but um, I've never been tested, but I have to be really careful. So I have to like put my phone up and away. I can't like, I don't buy sugar treats at my house or like I will definitely go to them. I have to be careful about gossip and because I love connecting with humans. Like it's one of my, I think it's like one of my gifts and my talents and I love it. I have to be really careful though to not like get that hit, that like crack cocaine of gossip connection because it's like not the real thing, you know? So anyways, uh, we just have to min- actually minimize distraction. I think it's a huge deal. Then the flip side of that is hyper hyper focusing, right? So like, there's like, don't get distracted. But then on the other side of that is like, okay, if I have a goal or I have something that I'm working towards, how can I focus on that? Like, how can I put that in my eyes, like straight in my mind, right? Like right in front of me all the time. And I have some ideas. So like, this is a question I ask whenever I'm like kind of thinking like, what do I want to create? What's the intended outcome? What's the goal or the result that I want? Something I ask myself is like, if I had it in five months, what would I have told Megan now that she needs to do so that she can focus on it? And it would be like cut out distractions, right? So like, let's say my goal is to just be like the most optimistic, positive person on this planet, okay? And what would I need to do in order to create that? Well, one, I got to get off the news. That doesn't help me. So like limit distraction, right? Anything that keeps me from my goal, get off the news. Um, Probably like really declutter who I follow on social media and make sure that everyone that I do follow is very positive and that I feel positive when I consume their content. The next thing I might do is put like positive affirmations all over my house And so that my eyes remember my goal, I would put my goal and like my intention somewhere that I would see it a lot, right? So that I can remind myself, oh yeah, this is where we're going. I would read books that make me feel positive and happy. I mean, like this is one, but whenever I'm like doing a health goal, I always start consuming anything that makes me motivated to feel healthy, to be healthy. I read books that align with the vision. And I put all of my energy and intention towards creating that result. So I want you guys to just be thinking of this. Like if there's something that you're wanting to work towards or you're, you're, you're doing the work on in your own life, like a lot of people are like, oh, there needs to be balance. Like don't obsess over things. Like I'm going to actually say the, the, the opposite, like hyper focus on the result that you want. It doesn't mean you like let everything else go. It just means like making your life like focused on creating that is going to actually be what gets you the result. If you have your your focus and your attention all over the place, it's going to be very, very difficult. So for instance, if my goal, let's say is like a health goal, and then I also have a goal to like be cool with the people who don't like health stuff. And then we go to dinner and then they judging me like that. There's a contradiction there, right? Like there's like going to be tension. So I have to say, okay, no, like weigh out your desires. Like this is the goal that I have and this is where I want to go. And so I have to create my life to be able to focus on that. 
I love this in the scripture sense. I think it's what Jesus was talking about. He's like an eye single to the glory of God. Like focus your attention on me and only me. And then he's like, you can't serve two masters, right? And I agree with this. Like you can't, you can't serve God and mammon. So it's like, you've got to put your attention and your focus on the one thing and things are going to try to distract you like with, with the God goal, right? Like the world is going to try to distract you. They're going to try to lure you in with get, what do they try to lure you in with? Comfort, right? We've got everything you need. I love the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the, in the Bible. And I think, I hope I have this right. You guys know I sometimes get these wrong, but, but I love this story in the Bible of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how they're like, they go into the town and they're like, we'll give you meat. We'll give you wine. I mean, like they were trying to distract them from, and they're like, no, like we don't eat meat, right? Like we're, we're not going to eat for 10 days. And they're like, you're going to really regret it. And, and they were, the world was trying to, to distract them with comfort. And that's what we have that problem too, right? Like this is real. And so God's like, don't be distracted. Focus on me. Do what I say. And our higher brains know, but our lower brain starts getting yappy because it does not like the discomfort. So you have to remind your brain, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable. I tell myself this all the time. Like, it's okay. Like, sometimes I get a little hungry. I'm like, I need to eat right now. And then I'm like, hey, it's actually okay to just be a little hungry. Like, we're not going to starve ourselves. It's okay to be a little hungry. It's okay to be a little uncomfortable in honor of your business goals. It's okay to be a little uncomfortable in honor of your goals that you have with your children. Discomfort is not a problem. And we have to keep reminding our brain that because if not, it will just tell us all the reasons why we've got to stop doing what we're doing. Okay. So the last thing that we have to talk about in order to finish this podcast is procrastination and not finishing the task. I think this is something that our brain does again out of trying to keep us out of discomfort. So procrastination, it's like, don't do that. It's going to be hard. And then not finishing is like, don't keep doing this. It's hard. Or also it's like, hey, you should move on to the next thing because that's going to be more fun. And that needs to get done faster. And we need to hurry and do that. Those are two things that are going to keep you unfocused towards your goal. So you just have to be aware. Am I procrastinating something right now? Because I, because I'm hoping that if I wait, it will be easier later. Like you got to be onto your brain. Like just get up and do it now. One of my favorite, favorite quotes says like that the fear of pain of sacrifice is so much worse than the actual pain of sacrifice. It's the minute, the moment before that's so terrible. I had this super realization when I was at the gym, I was doing sit-ups and I was dying. Like I was like on like, I don't know what, I don't know what rep I was on, but I was dying. And every time I'd go down to the ground, there was like a moment before I went right back up. Like I'd sit there for like half a second, you know, before I'd go up and I would be like, oh, like it was like that moment was terrible. And then I'd do it and I'd be like, okay, that was fine. But it was the moment right on the ground before I'd sit up that was so terrible. And so it was such a good reminder to me that like the, the moment right before and the fear of it is way worse usually than just doing it. So just get up, five, four, three, two, one, get up and go. Just do it. Okay, you guys, rehash. We're going to recap. We got to have focus. How do we get more focus? We have to limit distraction. We have to be aware of our brain system that wants to tell us that there's 
never a good time to be uncomfortable. <laughs> no, we should never be uncomfortable. And then the other thing is we have to practice focusing on the things that we want. We have to put it in our mind's eye. We have to put it in our view. We have to put it at the forefront of our mind. That means consuming and seeing and doing anything that aligns with that goal, obsessing over it. Honestly, I like that saying. <laughs> I like to say just like obsess over it. And and then watch results start to come into your life. Another way that I like to practice focus, just so you guys know, is through meditation. I think that showing your brain in meditation that you can hold your focus will also compute when you go to work on a goal. It has for me, that's for sure. So you guys, this is the year that we ditch distraction, we ditch dopamine and hits. It, not all of them. We like, we, you got to have them, don't we? And it's, it serves its purpose. Don't get me wrong. It's just, we're going to, we're not, we don't want the cheap dopamine hits. We want the real ones. We want the ones from finishing the task. We want the ones from accomplishing the goal. We don't want the cheap dopamine hits from sugar and from instant gratification and consumption. That's the work. I am so grateful to be back, you guys. Please, if you like this, share it with your friends. And I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time.